0: The thief cometh not but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Discover the Word, identify yourself in the Word, meditate on the Word, speak the Word, walk in the Word, walk in the abundance of life that Jesus Christ has paid for. Welcome to this week's episode of The Abundant Life with Gilbert and Jacobina, where the Word of God is taught practically, ushering you into all that Christ has wrought for you. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive from the Word of God. By sharing knowledge through conversation and teaching, we will impart some knowledge while still learning ourselves how to grow in the Lord even further. Welcome to this week's episode of The Abundant Life with Gilbert and Jacobina. Last week, we were just talking about Galatians chapter 5. This week... We're in Galatians chapter 6 and that is uh, the last chapter in this book. And I believe just like me, you have had an amazing time, you know, walking through the scriptures in the book of Galatians. And I hope you have done extra studies so that you can be able to learn more about what God says. Without much ado, let me go rightly into the scriptures, starting with verse 1. I'll be reading again from the Amplified Version of the Bible, Galatians chapter 6, 1 going down. Brethren, if any person is overtaken in misconduct or sin of any sort, you who are spiritual, who are responsive to and controlled by the Spirit, should set him right and restore and reinstate him, without any sense of superiority and with all gentleness keeping an attentive eye on yourself, lest you should be tempted also. one another's burdens and troublesome moral faults, and in this way fulfill and observe perfectly the law of Christ the Messiah and complete what is lacking in your obedience to it. For if any person thinks himself to be somebody too important, too condescending to shoulder another's Lord when he is nobody of superiority except in his own estimation, he deceives and deludes and cheats himself. But let every person carefully scrutinize and examine and test his own conduct and his own work. He can then have the personal satisfaction, satisfaction and joy of doing something commendable in itself alone without resorting to boastful comparison with his neighbor. For every person we will have to bear, be equal to understanding and calmly receive his own little load of oppressive thoughts. Let him who receives instruction in the word of God share all good things with his teacher, contributing to his support. Do not be deceived and deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be snared at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by pretensions or professions, or or by his precepts being set aside. He inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. For whatever a man sows, that and that only is what he will reap. For he who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap decay and ruin and destruction. But he who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and an appointed season, We shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. So then as as occasion and opportunity open up to us, let us do good. Moral to all people, not only being useful or profitable to them, but also doing what is for their spiritual good and advantage. Be mindful to be a blessing, especially to those of the household of faith, those who belong to God's family with you, the believers. See with what large letters I am writing with my own hand. Those who want to make a good impression and a fine show in the flesh would try to compel you to receive circumcision simply so that they may escape being persecuted for allegiance to the cross of Christ. For even the circumcised, the Jews themselves, do not really keep the law, but they want to have you circumcised in order that they may glory in your flesh but far be it from me to glory in anything or anyone except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision of any, neither circumcision now of any importance and circumcision, but only a new creation, the result of a new birth and a new nature in Christ Jesus the Messiah peace and mercy be upon who all who walk by this rule, who discipline themselves and regulate their lives by this principle, even upon the true Israel of God. From now on, let no person trouble me by making it necessary for me to vindicate my apostolic authority and the divine truth of the gospel, for I bear on my body the brand marks of the Lord Jesus, the wounds, scars, and other outward evidence of persecutions, these testify his ownership of me. The grace, spiritual favor, blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Anointed One, the Messiah, be with your spirit, brethren. Amen. So be it. Praise God for for his word. Well, Again, I would just like to go from one scripture to the other, skipping some, so I'll keep it short, but I hope that you do take your time to read these scriptures at your, you know, in your private, in your private time. But starting out with verse 1, it says, if anyone among you, so I'll I'll go for verse 1, I'll go to the Message Bible so that we can also be able to hear a uh, softer softer tone live creatively friends if someone falls into sin here's the advice forgivingly restore them forgivingly restore them serving your critical comments for yourself you might be needing forgiveness before the day is out now that's that, that, that's the that's the interesting part there that i wanted to capture from the message by Which is to say that when somebody else makes a mistake, if someone is a believer with you in Christ Jesus, all of you are loving God together, and suddenly your colleague sins. Now, it did not mention here what level of sin or type of sin. It just simply said, if a friend sins, your place as a brother or sister in Christ is not to celebrate. Oh, I told you. They thought they are very holy. Don't do such things, brethren. My brother or sister, your place, the Bible says, is forgivingly restore that person. Forgivingly reach out. Brother, sister, I think this route you have taken is not the way of God. But I want to tell you that you are not the first person to ever fall in such issues. Therefore, there is grace for you. God has forgiven you and he is willing to forgive you once more. Restore them. There is no manner of evil or sin that a person could do that they cannot be redeemed. The Bible talks about the only thing that God is not able to forgive is the fact that someone has blasphemed the Holy Spirit now, I tell you, now, now I'll tell you certain, uh, something interesting uh, that I would even comment from, from verse 5, from chapter 5. If someone commits adultery, who is a believer, they can be restored. That is not a blasph- that's not blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. If someone fornicates, who is a believer, they, they are the choir master they're a pastor they do any of these things they lie that's not the end of them but you and me most times we create the end of our colleague you are so much of a leader you can't do such things who says so and i don't want to sound as though i'm encouraging people to go and sin who are believers And this is the reason why Paul in chapter 5 said, Do not use your freedom in Christ Jesus as a license, as an incentive to sin. Now you must understand for Paul to make a comment, a disclaimer over his advice, it meant that he was indicating to them that we are so free, we are so free that sometimes you may mistake our freedom. For being okay with sin now we are not okay with sin there's another scripture in the Bible where it talks about this in the book of Romans it says God forbid how can we who are dead to sin live in there any longer and that's the whole point we are dead to this sin we are alive in Christ and alive in Christ means we don't, we don't satisfy our fleshly desires we don't live out to satisfy them. Our pursuit is to live a spiritual life that satisfies God, and that's what I want to encourage you to say. That please, not that. That when your friend, no matter how much they were walking in the things of God, when they make a mistake, don't be the one to 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 simply add a tombstone on top and say you, you are. And I've stayed on that matter for a long time because we do a lot of such things in the house of God. Because our friend was so mighty in the things of God and when they make a mistake, we say, it's our turn now. No, it's not. Your turn has always been there. And so should theirs also continue. So help them, restore them back to Christ because we need more people in the house of God doing the work of God. So please, let us reach out to one another. The Bible says, I don't think you yourself are too good because what is funny is that very soon from there, from helping your friend, you yourself, in the, in, in the Amplified, it says, before the day is out. You see, before the day has finished, you yourself may need the same grace that you just preached to your friend. And do your best that you don't think of yourself too good that you forget that you yourself have mistakes. And that is now a deception from the devil. And this has nothing to do with your inferiority complex and such. Have good self-esteem. But don't have comparable esteems. You know, where your self-esteem is high. When you compare yourself with your friend and you feel that you are better than them. And then now you feel better. No. Look at yourself. That is why in verse 4 to 5 it says, Make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you have been doing yourself. Not what your friend has done. See, because in life we have got different missions. In life we have got different purposes. I always talk about this. Your friend may have been called in life to only help one person. You would have been called to help a thousand people. And you may be at 200. So your grouping is, has 200 people. Your friend has got one person in their congregation or in their grouping. You would be feeling like, whoa, I am doing well because I've got 200, I've got 199 more people than the other guy. Uh, You will be shocked when you get to heaven and the Lord is reading out and the Lord is saying, the other guy completed his purpose while you were remaining with 800 more people to deal with. That is critical. Know your own path. Explore what you have been able uh, to be given to do. And see whether it is being done right. So carefully scrutinize your own work and uh, don't commend yourself, but you know, live a life of no comparison. And that's one of the things that has blessed me. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll share something interesting with you, something personal, because that is why we do this podcast. Otherwise, we would have just been sharing scriptures on the, on the, on the, on the post. I'd like to mention that, you know, after having done My 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 first degree went to do my second degree. Uh, There was a huge expectation by people that you know I'll be you know probably uh, getting a certain kind of job in their minds, you know, for their own personal benefits and also maybe just for status, people says and all those things. But I decided no. There's a scripture that the Lord I I learned from Jesus. Jesus told the disciples, most especially John and his brother. James uh, should be yeah it should be John and his brother when they wanted to, to 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 be made second you know their mother asked for that to say Jesus can you uh, can you you find this in the in the in the in the in the, in, in the, in the first three books and even John records it when they asked the mother asked to say could you make our sons when you go to, when you are in heaven could you make them like the vice <laughs> every mother wants that right but Jesus answered, he said, listen, that's not for me to decide. That's a father's choice. But let me inform you, in case you are interested in being the head or the top of anything, the way is down. The one who saves more has a higher chance of being made a leader. So when I decided to say I will not go forward simply to be looking, you know, amazing in the eyes of people, I will go for what I feel I've been called to do. Not better than what anybody else is doing, but what I feel I've been called to do, which is to save in a a, a business, start out a business with a colleague and grow it, so that it may be able to save thousands of people from the way I've been called, not from another. So you know, such journeys take long, take a while. And in that journey, first year, you're looking, no results. You look, colleagues, sometimes even who have got lesser uh, 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 credentials or anything like that in terms of education, I I'm I, I, I running through life. And you may, ha- you may find yourself at a place where you're asking yourself, wow, I, I finished grade 12 earlier than the other guy, but how come he has overtaken me? I was better in school, and this is why I, I always laugh at people, this is the problem. I was better than them. It doesn't matter. That's, life has got nothing to do with that. It has has got nothing to do with that. So please, run away from a, a life of comparison. Live your life as though you are alone in the whole entire world. And yet you respect everybody else who exists with you. Don't compare yourself. And that is the life I live. I am never perturbed about what my colleague has. I'm never troubled about what they do not have. I reach out when they need my help. But one thing I don't do, I don't compare where my colleagues are. I don't compare what my friends have. I love what they have. And I I, I celebrate it with them, actually. But that is it. That's as far things go. Because I've been given a task of my own. So, I'll skip over to verse 6 where it talks about let him who receives instruction in the word of God share all good things with his teacher contributing to his support. This simply tells us how we need to take care of those who, who teach the word of God to us. Now, someone will be saying, oh, are you now going to start getting offerings uh, on this podcast? Not necessarily. What we're talking about is the place where you're plugged in, that church where you go to, uh, the woman and man of God that are teaching you the word of God in that church. Remember, there are work, there's work like that needs to be done in that church. First of all, for their well-being themselves, some of us, we have got, you know, pastors and apostles and prophets who take care of us on a daily basis. They don't actually do anything else. They don't work anywhere, but they just study the word, pray for us, and they continue to teach us every single week, week in, week out. The Bible says, you and I that, are, that feed from that, we need to be helped in taking care of their lives. We need to contribute to their well-being. Uh, and when we move on to say there are some of us in verse 7 who delude ourselves, we think we are cheating God by doing some, 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 some rituals, uh, like praying a bit more, sometimes we want to study the word a bit, a bit more. We think by doing that, then we are saving God, or then we have got a better standing in the eyes of God. No, my brother, no, my sister. That's not what gives us the right standing with God. It is the fact that we have already received Christ in our lives. Jesus is in our hearts. We have received the freedom virtually by that. We have become the righteousness of God. That is what gives us the right standing in Christ. The rest is to help us grow. This relationship we have have started just the other week we were learning from church that you see salvation is the beginning of the journey and not the end of it. So, start out your life. And when you get inside there, when you become born again, when you become saved, start walking with Christ. In verse 9, the Bible talks about grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing the right things. King James says, don't grow tired in doing good. Some of us, we are here, you know, we've been giving out to charity. We've been giving out to the church. We've been We've been uh, uh, holy. You could have, you could be a virgin. Some of you, and you are 25 years old, and around you, everybody's telling you, you need to try this out. What kind of person are you? You have never tried this out. Some of you are, you know, resisting, you know, to 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 to, to, to drunkenness, resisting to to start use, to start uh, abusing uh, marijuana or any kind of drugs and all those things. You are resisting all that, and you know, people are telling you, you you, you try it out. I want to tell you, don't grow tired of doing good. Keep at it. Be patient. In in God's time, which I want to inform you that you know when we say this statement in God's time, a lot of us we just take it infinitely. When God thinks about it, no, God is very very considerate of our desires and our timing. Imagine Israel standing before the Red Sea and and Moses praying to God to say, Lord, Egypt is behind us. And God said, I will answer you at my own time. Imagine that. What would have happened to Israel? God answered right there. So I want to inform you when we talk about God's time, uh, from my perspective, it means when it is important. And when you need it, because God answers when you need it. You can't be needing range and about to kick you out today, and then God answers next week. I don't know. Uh, but you need it today. So I know the God I serve answers when it is necessary. So I wanted to uh, to mention that that relax, keep the courage, keep serving God. Keep resisting that marriage. Keep resisting that drunkenness. Keep resisting, uh, you know, the the, the evils that others are telling you that you cannot have one single wife. What kind of man are you? Keep resisting that and hold on to God because in due time, you will definitely be rewarded by God. And others, the Bible says, they will reap what they sow in the appointed season. Just like a plant, it is planted. It takes a bit of time, but the results do come, right? So please take note of that. I'm going to skip you into chapter 14. Uh, but far be it from me to glory, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you glory in the cross of Christ? The other day I was thinking about it. I was being asked by my team to talk about what I, what's about me. Uh, they, were trying to, they were writing an article about me and saying, so tell us more about yourself. And I realized there's nothing about me except Christ. Everything that is happening in my life is nothing but what Jesus has been able to inculcate in me. And therefore, I cannot attribute it to any great man or woman physically, anywhere except Jesus and the Holy Spirit that he has put in me. The one who helps me cry out, Abba, Father. Now, here it even says, so you need to shout out to the world. You know, tell the world how this Jesus has been amazing in your life. Testify of his goodness in your life. What has has he been able to help you achieve? Every little thing we do, brothers and sisters, is by him, by his strength, by his wisdom. Mention it to the world. Let the world know this is all you have Christ in me the hope of glory it is only Christ that I have I am I have died to myself I live yet not I but Christ Jesus lives in me I once wrote that on my whatsapp status (laughs) I simply said I am dead and Christ lives in me and because whatsapp only shows that little first part I said, getting text messages. Is this guy okay? But it's interesting. Let us declare that to the world. Don't be weird, but share it with the world. For neither is circumcision or uncircumcision in this day and age important. Physical circumcision, for whatever good, healthy reasons, go and do it. Not for the purpose of getting into the kingdom of God. It has nothing to do with it. So, please take note of that. Whether you are circumcised or not, you are entering the kingdom of God. And he says that those who have this understanding, peace and mercy, be upon them. He says they will enjoy peace and mercy. Now, what is that understanding? About the new birth. Because in verse 15, he talks about the new birth. He says, what is important is not circumcision and uncircumcision, but the new birth. And that is why in 2 Peter, he tells us about how, you know, 2.9 to say that, ah uh, clearly we are a new generation a peculiar people a chosen people called forth to show the excellences of God's beauty i quickly want to get to a scripture all right that's 1 Peter, not second Peter. First Peter chapter 2 Peter. 1 Peter nine. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation, God's own purchased special people that you may set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 2 Corinthians chapter 5.17 says if any man be uh, in Christ Jesus let me just, let me just bring that over because we need to end with that scripture. So I want to quote it for you, 517. All right, right, Second Corinthians 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if any person is in Christ, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether, the old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new one has come. Glory be to Jesus. I was telling some people yesterday, I said, listen, the guy who used to know who was was born, who, who could have been born in a place where he didn't have much, is gone. The guy who was a sinner, perpetual sinner, is gone. What you are seeing here today I can never, I do not have the privilege to say I was born, I I I come from a a rags to riches story. No, because when I gave my life to Christ, I was born in the kingdom of richness. When I gave my life to Christ, I was born in the kingdom of righteousness. So I have never I don't know what you're talking about. Because listen, the Bible says that we are spirit, man, and and spirit, soul, and body. And the thing that actually is the real man is the spirit. So here it says you are a new spirit, a new creation, which means that they, you have got a new, whole new life altogether. So I want to inform you that if you want your old spiritual nature to die with to die with the death of Christ and be resurrected with his resurrection and to be a new person in life and hold on to this new life, I want to invite you today, as we end this book of Galatians, I want to give you the opportunity to say yes to Jesus Christ. If you believe in your heart that yes, you would like to walk with him, I want to give you this opportunity to pray with me. And just repeat after me right now. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this day. I open my heart and I allow you into my heart. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he is the Savior of my life. I forsake all evil and I put my heart in him. Holy Spirit, come into my heart and fill me today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, brother and sister. Until we meet again next week. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I hope you have been blessed by the sharing of the word of God today. And I pray that it takes root on good ground and brings forth a hundredfold harvest in your life. Please ensure to subscribe. Follow The Abandoned Life with Gilbert and Jacobina on our social media platforms. Join us again next week for another inspiring episode and remember jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly declare that with me more abundantly stay blessed